0: welcome to our podcast. This is hypochondriacs almanac and we are really excited to be here recording with you folks this morning. Um, I am Sarah and I am here today with my special guest Tina K. Smith. Say hi, Tina. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Thank you, Sarah. So in case you
0: are wondering, this is the podcast for all of you out there that secretly think you have a new disease every time you have a sniffle, a slight twinge, or a headache. It's not a tumor. We understand, we identify, and we have definitely scoped out WebMD more than a few hundred times. We are here today to talk about weird diseases, strange illnesses, crazy syndromes, rare disorders, medications, all kinds of medical-related topics that you might want to have some information on. Uh, But before we get started, we need to talk about a few little disclaimers. First and Foremost, we are not doctors or nurses or medical professionals of any kind. Actually, Tina is a nurse. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But please, please, please do not take anything we say here on the show as medical advice. We are not trying to treat, diagnose or fix any of your medical conditions. If you do have an issue, please see a doctor. Do not guess or take what we say as a diagnostic tool. We just want to talk about all the fun and weird parts of the medical world in the past, present and future. Let's jump right in. Today, we have a very, very special guest. I have been following Ms. Tina K. Smith on Facebook for a while now. She is a registered nurse and a health and wellness coach, and I think probably that is why I was drawn to her. I'm not exactly sure how we connected to begin with, but I have been very, very interested in the health and wellness parts of her practice. So I'm going to ask Ms. Tina K. Smith to give us a little bit of information about her background and herself. Go ahead, Tina.
1: Well, thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me again. I really um, just appreciate this opportunity. And yes, definitely not an expert here, a registered nurse of 26 years. And um, you already covered it, Sarah, you know, not not here to prevent, cure, treat, diagnose. But I do want to share what I've learned uh, in, in my life here and uh, in hopes of being able to impact some lives as um, this podcast has to set out to the world so yes nurse of 26 years buried practice um most recently before i retired i was a director of nursing in an assisted living facility which definitely gives you the perspective of of where you head if you do not take your health seriously in the years leading up to advanced age and uh, i practiced in infertility for a big portion of my profession, uh, all all kinds of nursing, neurological, um, also the NICU babies. So there was that. And I always, uh, well, by the way, I'm a grandma too, turning 49 in about a month. Let me just interrupt for
0: one second, folks. Miss Tina K. Smith is gorgeous. This woman is drop dead. She <laughs> definitely does not look her age and she is a glamour. Let me tell you with the beautiful eyelashes, <laughs> gorgeous skin. She's a hottie. But anyway, go ahead continue.
1: Thank you for that. Thank you. And wife of, uh, it'll be 27 years in June. So I've been married to the same man my entire life. And, um, you know, two kids so that, that's a little bit of personal stuff about me. But I learned through 26 years of nursing the importance of food and nutrition on the body and the, the ramifications, if that is not somewhat taken seriously. None of us are perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. I love sugar. All of those things I went through um, most of my life learning about it. Understanding it, understanding the body, but not practicing on my own self.
0: Aye, aye, I aye. wasn't
1: practicing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing it for myself. I ended up at age forty with leaky gut, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I was ill at age forty. I was not doing well. I was overweight. My um, body fat percentage was pretty significant, and I decided that I needed to take my own health seriously at that point. So I uh, took what I'd learned, you know, the effects of food on your blood sugar, which we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, but that's the, you really want to, you really want to focus on inflammation and blood sugar regulation in your body, which is going to help you in the future to, to stay as disease free as, as possible. Okay. So, so I took my health into my own hands and started supplementing at that point.
0: Awesome. Uh, So how did you get in today's topic for the show folks? We're going to be talking about primarily about CBD oils. How did you actually get interested in that particular area and field, Tina?
1: Perfect. Yes. All right. So that happened a year ago, Uh, one year ago, almost to the date in April, I was diagnosed with melanoma. So, yeah, I had a spot on my arm, if if you'd like to know more about that, um, you know, reach out to me or maybe we'll speak about that today, but had a spot on my arm that was kind of pokey, um, felt like kind of a needle poking, I did not, there was no mole there, there was not anything that I would really um, see as too abnormal, and uh, it turned out to be melanoma, not only on the surface. It had progressed underneath the skin so much so that I walked out of the office that day with an oncology card. That is not where I saw my life going. That is Yikes. not what I, saw. <laughs> I did not think that would hit me uh, in in the face like like it did. My granddaughter, my first granddaughter, was about to be born, and I said, "Ah, oh, hell no! This is not happening. This is not happening." So. Many of you have probably seen The Truth About Cancer. It's a it's a documentary out there. It's about nineteen hours long and I watched it over and over and over again.
0: Is that something and, they can find on Netflix or YouTube or where do they find that video?
1: Yeah, you can Google, just Google the truth about cancer. You'll be able to I believe it's like it it costs, I think, maybe $150 for the whole series. But it's absolutely worth it if you have a focus of holistically treating yourself. I have a belief that our body can heal itself. I have that belief. That's just a, a strong value that I hold. And that that documentary, that 19-hour series, approximately 19 hours, really talks about things such as marijuana, CBD, which are two separate things, by the way. So uh, We're going to get into that. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the effects and the, the the correlation between cancer and uh, and you know being well <laughs> with the use of CBD and marijuana. So so, so you got
0: that inf- you got that information then through that documentary that 19 hour documentary that kind yeah. of sort of used that as one of the cures/treatments. slash treatments.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. In fact, you know, I'll just Oh, I'll say, you know, it talked a lot about marijuana. So I I tried to go down that road and it just is not for me. I don't, uh, no judgment for those that do do it. Uh, I about choked to death. It's just not my thing. It's not my thing. You know, and being a nurse, uh, I don't want the toxicity that comes along with the good. Yeah. Uh, and by toxicity,
0: you mean the THC in the particular plant that's not in
1: seed oil smoking in general. Right. And the ramifications on your lungs. Okay. okay. There's, there's some great things about THC. There's, there's actually some great things about THC, but there's some things people don't want to walk around feeling hallucinogenic all of the time. Yes. Either, nor people like my husband who works in the oil field, you know, cannot have THC showing up in his body. Right. You know, he has a DL license. So there are many reasons that people that even smoke, marijuana or go down the marijuana road for holistic health, also need the CBD in their hand Well, times when they don't have that hallucinogenic effect.
0: In California, yeah. it's legal recreational. That's where I live. Um Tina K. Smith is actually in Texas, right? Correct. And it's not legal in Texas, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Excuse
1: me. Yes, correct.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: Marijuana, no CBD, yes.
0: So okay. you imparted on this journey and this was after you were diagnosed but before you had the surgery to remove the cancer
1: uh kind of simultaneous like when when you're holding a, an oncologist card in your hand like I come home it's just the type of person I am I came home and said what am I gonna do about this I knew that and no judgment here chemotherapy is just not the road i you know that that road that journey they weren't saying chemo they were saying oncologist to me i know where that road goes and i wanted to go holistic as holistic as possible what do i need to get into my body now so it was simultaneous okay. it was i need to get it get this going now
0: so for the listeners that don't have never had an experience like this when you have an oncology card that means they want to actively And strongly treat you for cancer, correct? They're going to go figure out a treatment plan to help you get rid of the cancer.
1: That's correct. I was being set up to go and talk and discuss about a treatment plan for my health.
0: Gotcha. So, And you determined at that point that the traditional method of dealing with cancer, i.e., chemotherapy, radiation, some of those other methods that are treated in an oncology uh, appointment and treatment plan that you didn't want to go that route because it just wasn't for you?
1: Yeah, at that, at that time and still at this time because I feel amazing. Uh, it's not, not the direction that, um, like I said, I believe the body can do a lot of amazing things that provided the right tools.
0: Okay, so you did your research and you determined that you were going to do what? You were going to have surgery on because I, I, you had surgery, right?
1: I, I did. I did in office procedure. So they, um, did they, there's a nice big chunk out of my left arm. It's very visible. It's so, t- quite, t- for the listeners
0: um, that don't yeah. know, how big is it? Like, can you describe it in inches, centimeters?
1: Oh, sure. I would say it's um, probably about five inches long. Um, and you know, it looks a lot better because I've added some other supplementation that helps with that, but it looks a, a lot better. And the borders were clear uh, when it was tested. You know, they, they, they removed what they thought they determined the border size and everything that they needed to remove. And then they tested it and it came back borders clear. Okay. So that's, that's a great sign. Okay. Yeah, they still recommended I have my nodes tested. They still recommended I went in and Your had a, Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Got it. Got I it.
0: I did not do. So. Yeah. For those of us that are ignorant in the medical field, the, all the jargon and whatnot, um, I do tend to give the listeners a little bit of, for the layperson um, to understand what some of these things are. So they did recommend, even though you had it surgically removed, the area, the full area where that cancer was found, they still recommended that you go in and get periodically checked along with your lymph nodes. To make sure the cancer had not spread.
1: That's correct. (coughs) Uh, He said, "Quote: If it were my sister, I would have the lymph nodes checked." And um,
0: and that's forever, or like just for for like six months after, or a year after. Like, how long do you need to have those tested periodically?
1: At that point, not periodically. It would be right then. At that point, go see if that melanoma had spread to your axillary. You know, right up near my the area. Okay. The closest notes, they would have those checked to see if it had spread, um, had spread to that area.
0: Gotcha. That gotcha. And that's just because of the proximity to the lymph node itself. That's correct. So you had, yes. didn't have to have all your lymph nodes tested, just the lymph nodes that were closest to that area of cancer. Yes. Okay. That's so correct. did you have that done?
1: I did not have that done. Okay. I did not have that done. And there's, there's many people who would disagree and I understand, respect that just as I hope that those out there listening, you know, respect the choice that I made as well. You know, we, we all are um, on this journey and if you've done much research at all, we all have the potential to have any cell in our body mutate to something that we don't want to have there. A lot of us potentially are, are walking around with cells at this moment that are, are doing things we don't want them to do. Yeah. So I didn't feel any different. I feel any different than anybody else out there. At that point, I just decided, what am I going to do about this?
0: So it was what really more- not a function of saying F you to the doctor. It was more like, I'm going to right. treat my body and I'm going to take this in the most positive way and create a healthful body.
1: That's right. I'm going to create as alkaline, as non-inflammatory body as I can. CBD helps with that. Okay. So I'm going to create that because cancer does not like to live in that environment.
0: Okay. So tell me a little bit about the CBD oil what is it? Where do you get it? How much does it cost? Like what, what is this for the treatment plan? Can you kind of give us sort of a nutshell of this product? Because I know there are a lot of people out there, despite the fact that this is an extremely hot product on the market right now, there are a lot of people out there who don't know what it is and what it's used for. Can you give us a little nutshell?
1: Yes. Okay. All right. So as mentioned before, you can, um, there's a lot of people that are, are, I guess, misinformed thinking that CBD is in fact the hallucinogenic, uh, part of the marijuana plant. It is not that. Okay. okay. Ours is THC free and patented, patented as such. Okay. Patented. We have the only global patent. All right. So, CBD is going to be everywhere. It is everywhere. And you're just seeing the beginning of it. It's going to be a $22 billion projected to be a $22 billion business. The next few years, it's going to be at every corner store you go to. You're going to be able to, uh, the other day I was driving down the street and there was a man holding up a cardboard sign saying, get your CBD. Okay. Here's what's important for everybody out there to know. They're not all the same. They're not all the same. And so, just as I'm so meticulous about um what I, I put into my body as far as food goes c b d has to be that for me as well
0: so not right? all c b d is created equal
1: that's right, that's right. it's not all organic, it's not all uh made in the u s it's all not all hemp to package. There are a lot of processing that might be going on between the plant and the package, not in the case of the one that I use. Um, They're not all non-GMO. The one I use is non-GMO. That's super important. But the most important thing that we need to talk about is liposomes. Okay.
0: Okay. So just taking a step back for one moment, it's my understanding that CBD oil or cannabidiol, is that how you say it? Cannabidiol? kind of by oil. Yeah. oil um, is an yeah. oil made by extracting CBD from the cannabis plant. Then they dilute it with a carrier oil, like coconut or hemp seed oil. Is that correct?
1: Yes. And correct. And please note, I'm not a scientist here. You know, definitely um, look at the way that the one that you're using is, is I guess you could say processed. And bottom line is look for one that has a patent. And guess okay. what? I have the one that's the only patented
0: And we are going to talk about uh, Tina K. Smith's brand at the end of the show. So folks that are out there that are like, hey, where can I get this? Don't worry. We're going to cover off on that. Right now we're just kind of covering some of the the more basic benefits and information about this product so that you can determine whether it's something that you would like to incorporate in your own regimen and your own healthy lifestyle. Um, At this point... Obviously, it's something that Tina K. Smith chose to use to help treat her cancer. But as my understanding, this can be used for a whole variety of healthful benefits besides just the treatment of wounds or cancer healing, correct?
1: It's, that's correct. Okay, so we have our own endocannabinoid system naturally. Okay, for, so for those of you out there that are thinking – Oh, this goes against, you know, what I believe. I never thought I'd be putting a part of, of a plant like this inside my body. What you need to understand is naturally God, or universe, whatever you believe, already provided our body with an endocannabinoid system. All right. and And scientists and doctors, they've known this for over 25 years. And this system... Not to get all detailed and, you know, so medical on you. And just, Sarah, Sarah, just, you know, clarify it wherever you need to. But this system that we have already built in us, okay, it fine-tunes our vital, vital physiological functions like sleep, our appetite, pain, inflammation, our mood, memory, and even reproduction. Wow. Okay, this system gets out of whack. The system gets out of whack. Things start to happen. Disease, chronic disease, inability to sleep. You know, your appetite is goes out of control. Cravings, out of control. Pain, out of control. Inflammation causes disease. Okay, so that happens as well. If our endocannabinoid endocann- system is off, CBD helps to get you back to homeostasis. Okay. What, what we naturally have inside.
0: So talk to me a little bit about So my when I look at medical cures, holistic medicine, naturopathic medicine, I look for something that helps get my body back on track. I've been interested in holistic medicine for a while. I don't want to put a Band-Aid over the top of it. I don't want something that I'm going to have to keep taking for the rest of my life. Is CBD one of those things that helps fix the problem, or is it something that you have to take for the rest of your life or use for the rest of your life?
1: CBD is something that if you were to... First of all, you're going to want to use it for the rest of your life because of how you feel. But the second thing is, yes, it keeps you in your body in homeostasis. It helps to support that endocannabinoid system that you naturally have. So, yes, it's something that, like, say that somebody goes on the quick-fix diet, right, to lose weight. And they say, well, how long is it going to last? Well, it's going to last as long as you eat healthy. If you go back to your milkshakes and your cheeseburgers – then you're gonna need to go back to what you were doing that was working.
0: Okay, so you know? it's it's and not it's, a band aid <laughs> essentially. It's a lifestyle choice to help for a it's more a healthful. Choice. Yeah. That's, okay, that's correct. Let me. I'm gonna read through a little article that I found. Um, it's on Healthline.com, and I'm gonna have uh, Tina K. Smith sort of break some of this stuff down as we talk about this article. And she can kind of tell us in her own experience being a, a real live patient of this, if this was actually something that she experienced or that she knows of people that have experienced. Cause I'm sure she has sold this product, used this product, recommended this product to other people and has some good knowledge on this. But this is an article from healthline.com called seven benefits and uses of CBD oil plus side effects. Um, and this particular article came out a while ago, but it talks a little bit about the basics of CBD and then we're going to kind of get into the benefits from there. But what do you think, Tina?
1: Yeah, I would go to Google and say how to pronounce Everybody pronounces it different. Like endocannabinoid system is, is you know, how you say that word, cannabinoid. Cannab- It's hard to say. It's like a
0: tongue twister. (laughs) But it is a natural remedy used for common ailments, better known as CBD. It is one of the 104 chemical compounds known as cannabis, I can't even say it, and has been found in the cannabis or the marijuana plant. Um, So the THC in this is the main psychoactive cannabinoid found in cannabis and causes sensation of getting high that's often associated with marijuana. However, unlike THC, CBD and the oils are not psychoactive. So you're not going to get that same marijuana-type high with CBD as you would with the product that contains the THC. So again, the THC is what you get that high with. So this quality makes CBD an appealing option for those people who are looking for relief from pain and other symptoms without the mind-altering effects. CBD oil is made by extracting CBD from the cannabis plant, then diluting it with the carrier oil like coconut or hemp seed oil. Um, is there a preference, Tina, as far as what the carrier oil would be?
1: There's not a preference as long as there's uh, <laughs> not a lot of processing going along with it, fillers, etc., that are uh, distracting from the actual bioavailability. Fancy word for the absorbability to your body. So obviously
0: you want an organic carrier as well, right?
1: organic, Organic.
0: Yes. So this particular treatment, the CBD oil, is gaining huge momentum in the health and wellness world with some scientific studies confirming that it may treat a variety of ailments like chronic pain and anxiety. Here are the seven major health benefits of CBD oil that are backed by scientific evidence. So number one, pain relief did you use it for pain relief were you having pain and you use this oil to sort of eliminate or reduce that pain
1: so I was not having pain I let me take that back I when I sleep at night it's the only time in 49 year old women or maybe 30 year old women maybe 60 year old women might experience this as well I have some right hip pain only at night with certain positions that I no longer have since the CBD oil uh, introduced introduction into my life. So I guess I should say I have transient pain. It's at night when I sleep and I no longer have that since the CBD
0: so introduction, which I take before bed. You ingest it? You put it on the site? What? what how do you use this product?
1: I have both. Okay, so I have an oil that I have all of my clients use sublingually under the tongue. Okay. It's a really great absorption. You don't have to. You can just swap the oil into your mouth, totally fine, drop or pull into your mouth. But I, you know, just being a nurse, I love the sublingual technique. So underneath the tongue, hold it for about 20 seconds. But I also have a topical CBD cream that has a patent as well for those localized areas, like elbow pain, neck tension. Uh, shoulder, knee, what what happens? Menstrual menstrual cramp, low back pain, those types of things.
0: So do you you use it primarily below the tongue, sublingually? You don't, yeah. unless you have specialized pain in a certain area, then you would put it on the area as well. But you use it every day under the tongue.
1: I do every day, several times a day.
0: Okay, yeah. interesting, interesting. Okay, so. Marijuana has been used to treat pain as far back as 2,900 BC. So obviously this plant, this organic plant, this part of nature has been used for quite a while. And that's just documented use of this plant. Who knows how long they actually have been really using it and it just wasn't documented. But more recently, scientists have discovered that certain components of marijuana... Um, including CBD, are responsible for its pain-relieving effects. The human body contains a specialized system called the, here you go, your endocannabinoid system, which, which is involved in regulating a variety of functions including sleep, appetite, pain, and immune system response. So your system creates these things naturally. The CBD oil sort of enhances that or helps it work in a more effective way. Is that true?
1: That's absolutely true. And I'd like to touch on some of those things, like the appetite. Uh, And we we might be doing that here in the future of this podcast, but there are people that think, okay, because the marijuana plant causes me to go eat cookie dough, the creams, you know, the marijuana plant itself, the THC, causes me to get into the freezer and eat cookie dough or go at, you know, 12 or 2 a.m. and go and buy water burger here in texas or whatever it is or an
0: entire bag of doritos
1: <laughs> people assume that cbd is going to do the same thing and quite the contrary there are links to cbd helping with weight loss because of the homeostasis of that endocannabinoid system and also this what are the reasons that cause people to go and put on a bag of chips What are the reasons that people go and eat that piece of cake? Because they're anxious, because they might have depression, because something just really pissed them off in a big way. Guess what CBD does? It minimizes anxiety. It it decreases uh, those feelings that are causing you to go crunch or whatever that is that's causing you to put that weight gain on. So Please note, this is so important because I've worked with a lot of people in helping them to lose weight as well. I have for years and CBD is a big player in that market.
0: So it's my understanding as well that these, when you either ingest or put this in your body, however you want to put it in your body, but the CBD can sort of work with the transmitters in your brain and sort of help um, rewire those. Is that true as well?
1: That's absolutely right. Again, so many um, so many receptors in your body that are needing to respond in the way that your body, everybody's different in what they need. And so, oh, I just love talking about this and I get so excited because <laughs> everybody's different. And the receptors in your body are like little fingers going, okay, I need this to maintain homeostasis, to get normal again, I need this. And it pulls from that CBD what it needs. So if you are experiencing panic attacks and anxiety, you're gonna notice that the edge is just taken off. The edge is taken off when you put that sublingually underneath your tongue. All right. So and dosages are gonna doses are gonna differ you know, be different for different people. So
0: how do people know what the the dose is that they should be using? Should they be getting a prescription from a doctor or a medical professional for this? Or is it something you have to kind of play around with a little bit? Um because it's not right. dangerous, like wh- how do you know what the dosage should be?
1: Yeah, yeah. okay. So, it takes so much CBD to overdose okay so so much like i could drink the bottle that's in my cabinet right now and it's not an overdose type of thing it's the the type of thing where you do you titrate to you so the people that work with me they start out with two dropper pulls twice a day okay two dropper pulls twice a day their supply is going to last them 30 days two dropper pulls twice a day some people uh Just quickly decide, you know, I really love it and I need some more in the morning or I really feel better with three dropper pulls. It's just really going to depend on that person. And I work with them and kind of help them figure that out. So would
0: you recommend that somebody who is interested in using this type of product would see a medical professional, a medical professional before using it in order to kind of help with that? Or is it something that it's kind of okay to go try on your own?
1: So I would answer that by saying, of course, the politically correct thing to say is always check with your physician. Physician, However, do you go check with your physician before you eat a great big bowlful of spinach? No. I mean, you know, you can overdose on too much vitamin A in carrots. Do you go check with your physician before you um, go and, you know, eat a big bowl of carrots? This is a holistic way to supplement your body. And so, so it's just there, as safe, you're saying,
0: as a big bowl of carrots or a big bowl of spinach.
1: Right. Now, if, if I was talking to you about the marijuana plant, I'd be answering that question very differently because there's the THC and the hallucinogenic and all of those things that go along with that.
0: But we're so, not. We're talking about something that doesn't right. have that THC. So right. scientifically speaking, for those of you who are looking for sort of an explanation here... The body produces endocannabinoids, which are neurotransmitters that bind to the cannabinoid receptors in your nervous system. Studies have shown that CBD may help reduce chronic pain by impacting endocannabinoid receptor activity, reducing inflammation, and interacting with neurotransmitters. So it's working with all those little tiny fingers in your brain, and it's really helping redirect them to the right spot so that your body can figure out how to naturally heal itself. So – some of us want to know, though, what are the studies behind this? And there are quite a few studies at the moment underway for CBD, but there also have been studies that have already been done. So one study found on rats that CBD injections reduce pain response to surgical incisions, while another rat study found that oral CBD treatments significantly reduce sciatic nerve pain and inflammation. Those are some big things that a lot of people experience. CBD oil sounds like sort of this magical thing, but it's it, you better believe it, folks. there are a ton of scientists and doctors that are studying this particular product to make sure that it does what it says it does Any anytime that we have medical products here in the u s that you better believe that the FDA and the government and everybody else jumps on on the bandwagon with that to try to figure out what it is in that that's creating it so they can make money off of it but Human studies have found that a combination of CBD and THC is effective in treating pain related to multiple sclerosis and arthritis. So that is a combination of those two things that can help those sufferers of those particular diseases combat that and live a healthier, more sort of um, active lifestyle lifestyle. They actually have oral sprays, um, drops, and things like that, which are approved to treat pain related to multiple sclerosis, which is awesome for those folks because for a lot of years, there was not very much hope when it came to folks that were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. But it sounds as though CBD oil is this wonderful, masterful product that can help people across all age groups, across all diseases, illnesses any one of those. But we're going to jump into the next. um, Number two on this list is reduction of anxiety and depression. So that's a huge thing. There is also a very large portion of the population that suffers from anxiety and depression. And typically the treatment for that in the past has been some heavy duty, either psychotic drugs or prescriptions that you have to be on for the rest of your life. If you stop taking them, then you go through withdrawals and you have these weird electrical zings. And I think some of the side effects from taking that medication are worse than the actual depression and anxiety. Is depression something that you've ever dealt with, Tina?
1: Here's, uh, here's what I have dealt with in the past. Um, many years ago, I did have panic attacks that were only heightened by serotonin uptake inhibitors. So I did go see a professional at that time in my life. And I did go on serotonin uptake inhibitors, which fancy word for antidepressants. Okay. And I found myself in a state at which it was hard for me to even drive on a freeway.
0: Wow. I, was, I
1: had to pull over of panic attacks, those types of things. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have some experience in that area.
0: Knowing what Personally. you know now from all these years in the medical profession, do you think, what do you think caused that anxiety? Do you think it was sort of a chemical imbalance in your body?
1: Yeah, I feel that it, it was a combination of things that I was not – the more you – there's so much to do with food too. The more sugar you eat, the more alcohol you consume, and I do drink wine. You know, I do eat sugar, but the, there's a big part to be played by your nutrition. It can cause depression, anxiety. Being overweight can cause depression, anxiety, um, heredity. You know, you can it, – it's not all food. You know, you might have also – and um, just y- you have that from hereditary reasons, those types of things. Or or maybe you have a mental health diagnosis. So uh, that wasn't my case. It was more to do with my life was somewhat spinning out of control. I wasn't eating right. I was gaining weight, um, wasn't feeling well, and I needed to take control of my life.
0: Well, your body was telling you, that. hey, there's something wrong. because. Yeah. Most yes. of the time when you're yes. experiencing illness, depression, anxiety, your body is telling you, Hey, you have fucked me up. Help me get yes. better. And it, that's your warning sign. Your body, yes. is, your, your body gives you lots to- of warning signs.
1: Yes. Our body talks to us. And that's what I teach everybody I work with. Your body speaks to you. We just need to listen. about it.
0: Mm-hmm. So reduction yes. of anxiety and depression. So these are common mental health disorders that can have devastating impacts on health and well-being of people, and there are just we're seeing it in the news every single day. People that are reacting Mm -hmm. to it that are either committing suicide, they're doing really bad things uh, because their body is not balanced and they're not doing well. But according to the World Health, go ahead. What was sorry,
1: homeostasis. You're right. Homeostasis is off balance. Exactly.
0: So according to the World Health Organization, depression is the single largest contributor to disability worldwide. And anxiety disorders are ranked sixth. So we've got some major mental health issues that we are suffering from as a society. Now, the reason behind that is under debate by a lot of different people. And there are a lot of scientific studies right now that are going on related to that. But I have to say, in my own prefer, my own non-professional, non-doctor opinion, I think it really has to do with our diet, our sugar intake, and the fact that we're not taking care of ourselves as a society. Are you sort of on board with that same kind of conclusion,
1: Tina? That's, That's a huge part of it. You know, such a huge part that people don't even, they don't even notice how big of a part that's playing in their mood each and every day.
0: That's that sugar, crazy, that right?
1: That's That aren't food at all.
0: No. Not food at all. So true. Yeah. But anxiety yeah. and depression are typically treated with pharmaceutical drugs. Uh, and then these can cause a lot of unwanted side effects like drowsiness, agitation, insomnia, sexual dysfunction, and headaches. Um, medications yes. like benzo... The benzos that they give you for different mental illnesses, they can be addictive as well and can lead to substance abuse. So it is really important that you find a way to help cure your body. I am not telling anyone by any means to go off medication that you have been prescribed by a doctor. But if you are dealing with things that are a little bit more low-key and you haven't gone to a doctor yet, Obviously, go see a doctor, get a diagnosis, make sure it's not something more serious. But you might want to consider using CBD oil if you are experiencing some minor depression and anxiety. And how do you know if it's minor versus major? I'm not going to get into that because I am not a health professional. But CBD oil has been shown as a promising treatment for both depression and anxiety, leading many people who live with these disorders to become interested in this approach In one study, 24 people with social anxiety disorder received CBD oil or a placebo before a public speaking test. The group that received the CBD had significantly less anxiety, cognitive impairment, and discomfort in their speech performance as compared to the placebo group. CBD oil has even been used to safely treat insomnia and anxiety in children with post-traumatic stress disorder. It has also been shown as an antidepressant. Um, In several animal studies... And these qualities are linked to CBD's ability to act on the brain's receptors for serotonin, a neurotransmitter that regulates mood and social behavior. And you kind of spoke to that a little bit earlier. You were on the drugs for the serotonin to artificially create that. But it appears that CBD is showing some folks out there that it can actually help with those receptors in the brain to help balance the brain. In your opinion, is that sort of a – that's a thing? 100%.
1: 100%, and like you alluded to, there are people out there that absolutely, they have a prescription, they've seen their physician, and they they need to be on those medications, and do not go off those medications uh, unless your physician advises you to do so, as Sarah stated. However, CBD is worth a look at. Absolutely, 100% agree.
0: It can't hurt you. So number three on this list, and this is something that Tina Can speak to personally. Uh, It says it can alleviate cancer-related symptoms. So CBD oil can reduce symptoms related to cancer and side effects related to cancer treatment like nausea, vomiting, and pain. Now, granted, Tina did not do a traditional treatment plan with chemo or radiation, but she did have a surgical procedure. So in your experience... You decided CBD was a great option for you. So what made you choose CBD as opposed to other holistic or homeopathic treatments for cancer?
1: Well, there were some other things I added as well, you know, and, and I talked to people those about those on a personal private basis, but but CBD yes was one of the main ones and that's because after much research, just like you're reading from all of the studies that you're seeing that there's a strong, strong link. And do I know right now sitting here talking to you that I am cancer free? No, I do not. But does anybody that's listening to this sitting right where you are listening to this, do you know that you're cancer free?
0: No, you don't. Right.
1: Right. We all have cells in our body that have this minute, the potential to mutate, to turn. Yeah, that's exactly right. So do I know No, I don't, but I chose and I feel great today and I'm one year out and do, can I say it prevented and cured my cancer? No, I cannot, but I can say that I I'm a year out and I feel better than I have in a long, long time because I have all cylinders running well. I'm eating well. I have something called glutathione in my body, which is another thing that I use and then CBD. So
0: awesome. So the studies on this stuff are out as well. One looked at the effects of CBD and THC in 177 people with cancer-related pain who did not experience relief from pain medication. Those treated with extract containing the compounds experienced a significant reduction in pain compared to those who received only the THC extract. They sort of took both those things, studied a bunch of people who took either CBD or THC and how they experienced pain from cancer-related treatment. CBD may also help reduce chemotherapy, induce nausea and vomiting, which are among the most common chemotherapy-related side effects for people with cancer. Those, excuse me, though there are drugs that help with dyslexia, Distressing symptoms are sometimes – these can be ineffective, leading many people to seek alternatives, and CBD just happens to be one of those alternatives. But another study of 16 people undergoing chemotherapy found that one-to-one combination of CBD and THC administered via mouth spray reduced chemotherapy-related nausea and vomiting better than standard treatment alone. So Mm -hmm. obviously people are finding some pretty significant relief with CBD, Um, test tube and animal studies have also shown that CBD may help with anti-cancer properties. One found that concentrated CBD oil can induce cell death in human breast cancer cells. And another showed that CBD inhibited the spread of aggressive breast cancer cells in mice. These are test tube and animal studies. So, you know, they're not really on people yet, but I think that's pretty promising.
1: Very promising and let me just add, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 49 and I'm 49 in a month. So this is just something I place high priority on. It's just, you have to be intentional about your health. And does it guarantee that I won't get breast cancer? Does it guarantee any of those things? No, but I choose to believe, like I said several times during this podcast, but the body, if you give it the right tools, it has the ability to repair and make new cells and to get balance and homeostasis like the CBD that we talked about. So, so
0: yeah. That's a big benefit. Absolutely. Yeah. This next one, I'm interested in this because I have suffered with acne my whole life. But it says that CBD oil can actually help reduce acne. Have you experienced this or <laughs> known someone to experience this?
1: Yes, this is so exciting to me because, first of all, one of the big qualities of CBD is the support of decreasing inflammation. Okay, so there's that with the acne um, correlation. But our CBD cream, of course, you don't put it near the eye because the way people describe our CBD cream is Bengay on steroids, right? It, wow. It has a little <laughs> menthol feeling to it, it has a slight you know, warmth to it. So, people are putting a little dab of that on their cystic acne and waking up in the morning and seeing a whole different, uh, face. So it's <laughs> so, not, it's yeah. not the
0: sublingual you know, use of in- it. It's not the sublingual use of it for acne. It's the, the, the surface in the creams or like a, a gel or something that they put on the acne.
1: Yeah. It's both because internally decreasing inflammation, gotcha. okay? CBD under the tongue internally. And then you've got a really bad one, and tomorrow you've got photos to be taken or whatever uh, people are putting it on the specific spot, not near the eyes of course, but okay. and and noticing a big decrease in the cystic acne
0: Wow that's awesome um, mm-hmm. acne ten percent of the population is impacted by acne according to estimates. Mm-hmm. Um, It is thought to be caused by a number of factors including genetics, bacteria, underlying inflammation – there you go, that inflammation again – and the overproduction of sebum or – is that how you say it? Sebum? Which is an oily secretion made by the sebaceous glands in the skin. Based on recent scientific studies, CBD oil may help treat acne due to its anti-inflammatory properties and ability to to reduce that sebum production. One test tube study found that CBD oil prevented sebaceous glands from secreting excessively, exerted anti-inflammatory actions, and prevented the activation of pro-acne agents like inflammatory cytokines. cytokines. Another study had similar findings, concluding that CBD oil may be very efficient and a safe way to treat acne, thanks in part to its remarkable anti-inflammatory qualities. Sounds amazing. Like, honestly, so where exciting. has it been my whole life?
1: Yeah. See, there's those fingers. There's those fingers. Like I told you, like the endocannabinoid system that I get so excited about, they're waiting. What do I need? What does your body need? What does Sarah's body need? Your endocannabinoid is exclusively yours. Your your system is exclusively yours. So it's sitting there waiting to find balance and homeostasis. So it pulls what it needs to achieve that from the CBD.
0: That's awesome. So the next thing on this list is neuroprotective properties. Researchers believe that CBD's ability to act on the endocannabinoid system and other brain signaling systems may provide benefits for those with neurological disorders. In fact, one of these most studied uses for CBD is treating neurological disorders like epilepsy and multiple sclerosis. Research in this area is still pretty new, but studies are showing some, some promising results. Um, They're taking that oral spray of the CBD and THC and showing that it's safe and effective in reducing muscle spasticity in people with multiple sclerosis, and that is a huge thing. Um, Up until relatively recently, there really have not been a lot of very promising treatments for folks that are suffering with multiple sclerosis, and this is very encouraging to hear that this simple yet complex treatment of the CBD oils is actually able to help work with those folks to to reduce some of those muscle spasms. Um, Other studies found that it reduced spasms in 75% of 276 people with multiple sclerosis who were experiencing that again, that muscle spasticity that were resistant to traditional medications. So that's great for those people. And then epilepsy. I've been hearing things for years about either thc or marijuana or oils or cbd on people with epilepsy and how encouraging the use of this product is for people that have previously been unable to function normally because of severe epilepsy but they're showing that it's helping reduce seizures by about 35 to 40 percent which is significant for those people who can't function
1: Right. Absolutely. I'm seeing the studies as well. And, and of course you and I can't make those medical claims, but all of you who are looking for those type of studies. A place that I go as a nurse is the national Institute of health. You can just Google that. And there's numerous studies showing the correlation between <laughs> CBD, MS, Parkinson's, seizures, epilepsy, even with children. It's so
0: absolutely amazing. Yes. Now, There are some qualifications on this particular claim. They say that sometimes the CBD treatment can cause convulsions, fever, or diarrhea. So it really, really is important that if you have a child that you would like to use this treatment on, that you do it in conjunction with a doctor's care because you don't want to hurt a child. So obviously those are things that you need to seek a doctor's care for before you would try something like that out on them. But if you want to do it on yourself, you know... Do what you got to do. But if you got a child that you want to try to use this product on, please see a doctor. Um, but several studies have shown that CBD oil improves the quality of life and sleep quality for people with Parkinson's disease. And that's something that you just kind of mentioned as well. And it can has been shown that CBD may decrease inflammation and help prevent neurodegeneration associated with Alzheimer's and also with the um, – what is it called? Dementia. So mm-hmm. – folks are finding that these are like helping prevent cognitive declines in older patients, which is absolutely fascinating. I, I just, I can't get enough of it. I want to read about it all day because it seems like this is some kind of miracle wonder drug.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not one of those cases, you know, I was thinking about this. Like, you know, there's people out there that have a limiting belief and they say, you know, if it's too good to be true, it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Now, there's a reason that CBD is popping up everywhere and the studies are popping up everywhere and it's popping up on, on a box, you know, the sign the guy had cut off a piece of a box and he was selling CBD walking down the street here in San Antonio because because this isn't too good to be true. It's helping a lot of people.
0: And I think people sort of think of this as a new sort of development. But as I mentioned earlier, use of marijuana and the plant and the chemical properties in the plant have been used for thousands of years, folks. This is not brand new. The format, the way it's sold, the things that it's mixed with, maybe. But we have been using marijuana, the plant, for a variety of uses for thousands of years. And that is important to note because it is not a brand new thing and it is not a chemically created lab created product. This is a plant, a natural God given nature created plant. I mean, you can't get any better than that. Um, go right. and- oh. Go ahead.
1: All that is new is the legalization that happened in December in all 50 States. So that is new and that is exciting for all of us. And, and so that's when we were able to actually come out with the CBD that we'd been working on for years so and uh, been working on the patent. So
0: the government has now deregulated or allowed the sale and use of CBD in all 50 States. That's what Tina is referring to. Correct
1: the u s farm bill, yes, was passed in late December, and that was um that was like around december twenty fifth right around christmas uh it was deemed legal in all fifty states now, take note of where you are in the United States as you're listening to this because there are certain cities that are haven't jumped on board yet because it's it is so new, and to some people. Um, the education isn't out there yet. And so there's some fear there. So just take note of where you are. And if you were to potentially go out and blast it all over some shelves in your local store, it might not be taken so well in your little tiny city. So just know that the U S farm bill has deemed it legal. However, some people are a little behind in changing their, their regulations in specific cities.
0: So just be cautious, be aware of where you're at, and don't, yes. don't be dumb. Like, just get your shit in order <laughs> before you start publicly advertising that you're using this product. But, I mean, I would say that with any product. Um, number six on my list is heart health. Unbelievably, right? I would never have thought that CBD would be associated with heart and circulatory system, but they say that it can help lower blood pressure, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. and yeah. You know what? Go ahead. Because bottom line is, I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. I don't mean to hit you off. I'm sorry. Not at all. I just wanted to say, yeah, the cardiovascular health at literally every single body system can come down to inflammation and decreasing inflammation in your body to get better.
0: So obviously that would be no different with the heart, but it is so interesting to me that this can help reduce strokes, heart attacks, and metabolic syndrome. Studies indicate that CBD may be a natural and effective treatment for high blood pressure. One study treated 10 healthy men with a dose of 600 milligrams of CBD oil and found it reduced resting blood pressure compared to a placebo. Granted, it's 10 people. It's not a huge study just yet, but that's where it all starts. It's doing the smaller studies, and then when they find that those are effective, then they go on to the larger studies, and then it just continues to build momentum as it goes. But it's very interesting that they're using this for men doing stress tests, and finding some pretty significant positive results with respect to blood pressure. Um, researchers have suggested that stress and anxiety-reducing properties of CBD are responsible for its ability to help lower blood pressure. So it's a natural option for folks that don't want to get all drugged up. Granted, please don't drop your blood pressure medicine and jump on the CBD bandwagon. See your doctor. Maybe put those two things together together. Ask your doctor about the use of the CBD oil in conjunction with your other treatments. The worst they can say is no. The the best they can say is, hey, let's try it. What could it hurt, right? But these studies are very encouraging, finding that it's reducing the oxidative stress and preventing heart damage in diabetic mice and mice with heart disease. So awesome. Very, very awesome. It's a, a major, major milestone for folks that are suffering with those things to have the ability to treat it with an alternative um, medication. But the last thing on this list is other potential benefits. And it's basically, in the research that I've done online is they're pretty much, people are using CBD oil for just about every single disease out there. It's crazy how, how much they're attributing to the use of this product. But <clears throat> More studies are needed, obviously, in order to, for them to make conclusive claims on whether it helps with these, but some people are experiencing antipsychotic effects. Studies suggest that CBD may help people with schizophrenia and other mental disorders by reducing psycho or psychotic symptoms, which is amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, substance abuse treatment. CBD oil has been shown to modify circuits in the brain related to drug addiction It's been shown to reduce morphine dependence and heroin-seeking behavior. That is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing because heroin is one of those things where you hear about just horror stories about people becoming addicted to that and never being able to break that cycle. But the fact that CBD oil is coming out as a a natural treatment to that to help reduce those cravings is absolutely amazing. Um, Diabetes prevention, incredible. Uh, treatment with CBD reduced the incidence of diabetes by 56% and significantly reduced inflammation related to diabetic symptoms as well. And then the final thing on this list is anti-tumor effects. In test tube and anti- in animal studies, CBD has demonstrated an anti-tumor effect. In animals, it has been shown to prevent the spread of breast, prostate, brain, colon, and lung cancer. Absolutely amazing.
1: Amazing, right. Absolutely amazing. And it all has to do with that endocannabinoid system that's already within you and getting it balanced back. You know, homeostasis is the the term that you would would, uh, want for that. Getting your body back to homeostasis. By the way, you mentioned those of you out there that are um, talking to your physician about this. I do that. I talk to your physicians for you. So, if you're talking to them and you're like I really want to try this and they're like, "Well, what is it? Let me take a look at it. Let me see which one you're going to be using." I talk to phys- physicians often during the week and uh shoot them a little PDF on exactly what it is that you would be putting into your body. So, just wanted you to know that.
0: Awesome. And one of the things that I hear frequently is, are there side effects related to this particular product? And generally, the CBD, according to studies, is well-tolerated and considered safe, but it can cause some adverse reactions in some people. You should be aware of diarrhea, changes in appetite, or fatigue that can be associated with this. And that is not surprising to me because when your body is completely out of whack and you're helping to fix it, and you're using this product to sort of redirect the portions of your brain and your neurotransmitters, your body can get tired because it's having to correct stuff that you have done to it for decades. So I think that it seems as though there should be some kind of a side effect, right?
1: Yeah, as always, listen to your body, you know, and and if it feels like this is more than a side effect, I'm feeling like this is actually, your body will tell you if you're in a serious situation and you need to discontinue something. However, sometimes, sometimes you actually feel worse. And I'm not saying specifically with CBD, the weight loss people I've worked with or people that are using some other supplement that I have, they actually feel a little bit worse for a day or two until their body starts to get to that homeostasis. So you feel worse before you get better sometimes. Like when, if you've ever done a detox, you know, of any sort, you feel a little bit worse, but then you come out on the other side, you have that breakthrough and you feel amazing. So when you have a little side effect or symptom, you really have to evaluate and listen to your body and say, am I just feeling sleepy because I needed sleep and CBD is helping me to actually react? you know
0: well i mean so. and like i said earlier you have done these things to your body abused your body eaten poorly done whatever it is the, the environmental problems that we are that we're undergoing that are taking over our bodies you have abused your body for how many years and you expect it to just go back to normal with no side effects and be fine no, there's going to be some work that's going to need to happen as your body begins to recover and heal itself, and that's not going to feel good all the time. You will eventually, right. but you have to determine whether it is something you are willing to sacrifice so that your body can heal itself and regain that natural good feeling that comes with a healthfulness.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have that breakthrough. Have that breakthrough so, within reason. You feel like your health is at risk and you're you're endangering yourself, definitely discontinue whatever it is that you're doing. But you gotta have a breakthrough. Why do we have to feel so good all the time? We don't. We need to work through some of our weaknesses. And always and seek
0: a help from yeah. your mental health professional. Yeah. Always. Don't, yes. don't question that. Don't ignore that. Always make sure that you're under care from either a holistic doctor or a regular doctor, or whoever, a doctor, a medical professional. <clears throat> Before we end today, because we're we're getting close to the end here, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about how they might be able to either contact you to use your services or to get the products that you sell?
1: Okay. Yes. Um. I just want to briefly touch <clears throat> on something I mentioned, liposomes. All right? Why, because there's, you're going to have so many choices out there. You're going to have CBD on every corner around you. Okay. Why would we contact you, Tina? And then I'll give you my contact information. There are two big reasons. Okay. You need to know what you're putting in your body. You need to do this right. You need to do this right. We have the only global patent on the delivery system of our CBD, the only globally patented CBD on liposome technology. So, liposomes, what they are, really quick. Pharmaceutical companies have known about liposomes for decades. Chemotherapy is where liposomes were first used. What liposomes are, they're little fatty acids that surround the nutrient and deliver that to the body. So, it's not destructed by like stomach acids, heat, cold, those things. You need liposome technology around your nutrients. So, that it's delivered straight to the cell, bypassing the gastrointestinal system, so it's bioavailable to your body. Absorption is everything. That's why I'm with the company I'm with. Liposome technology is what we have so that you actually have the bioavailability of this product to your body. So, we have liposomes, we have the patent, nothing more needs to be said. Non GMO, you know, all those things I already mentioned, organic. Um, plant to package, made in the U.S. And so my company is called Vaseo. You can contact me to order your CBD or the glutathione that I mentioned, <laughs> and some other things, maybe more specific to you and your your healing process that you're going through. Um, Tina Smith RN at tinasmithrn.com is my email. Facebook Tina K Smith. And you can actually text me. I have a line for text. um, If you want some more information, 208-755-6452.
0: I will also put that information in the show notes in case folks uh, need to replay it or want, you know, additional information. Her contact information along with the articles and some of the other information that we have shared with you guys today will be in the show notes so people can access that as well.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me today, Sarah. It's really fun and love getting the word out.
0: Awesome. I know I have really, really enjoyed this session. This is the point in the show where we say goodbye for now. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, or you want to further contact Tina, Tina K. Smith, check out the show notes, shoot us an email. We love to hear from you guys. Our email is hypochondriacalmanac at gmail.com or hypoalmo at gmail.com we will put those in the show notes as well please join us again next week when we talk more about strange medical news conditions and treatments or just whatever's hot at the moment and cbd oil is definitely hot but good night podcast peeps stay healthy keep it real and always live your best life bye for now bye Thank you. <laughs> all right awesome